0: Hey guys, welcome back to Little Film Club. So after some big moves from Graham and I, Graham having moved to Boston recently, we are finally back and ready to discuss a new release. Christopher Nolan's Tenet came out in cinemas not everywhere, but luckily enough it did come out in London and Boston and both of us were able to see it. So on this episode, we're going to talk about what the hell was the movie about? Um, did we understand it? And more importantly, did we enjoy it? Was it worth risking COVID to sit in a cinema to see it? Um, all all your questions will be answered. Thank you for listening, and you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Little Film Club. All right, let's get into it. hello good morning
1: (laughs) morning to me afternoon to you huh
0: i know right well it's basically morning to me as well because i'm a vampire (laughs) so how is my new favorite uh bostonian
1: oh you know i'm doing good getting getting all settled in you know looking for a job now so that's exciting
0: oh my gosh i'm supposed to be doing the exact same thing
1: Yeah, I thought you were. Are you not?
0: (laughs) I mean, I basically what I've done is I made probably the worst resume I've ever done. Like it was some copy and paste, horrible, like clearly doesn't want a job resume. (laughs) I sent it out. I got one call. And I knew that I wasn't going to get a job, <laughs> but I got a call and the call was really helpful cause it helped me be like, okay, so this is what I need to do to prepare for an interview. Cause I'm, honest, I'm honestly just rusty. I'm like, I haven't applied for a job in a while. <laughs> and so I was just like, let me just dip my toes in and so, yeah, hopefully I do find something before the year ends, but I'm taking my sweet time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I'm in the same boat. I mean, I worked at the same place for like almost, what, six years. And so now I'm like applying for jobs and I'm like, hmm, how do I do
0: this again? <laughs> yeah, insanity. six years. Oh my God. I
1: know. I'm, I'm thinking about applying to like all the local like markets so I can get discounts on groceries.
0: <laughs> That's a good tactic. That's a good tactic for sure. Yeah, no, I, I've been, I was thinking about applying at um, like real estate offices and stuff. There's a lot, there's less red tape here in the UK than there is in the US. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, yeah. basically my full-time job is thinking about applying for jobs right
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Have you been watching anything, reading anything?
0: I have actually, I've really been enjoying it since we now settled into the new place. I just read Expectation by Anna Hope, which is, which is really good okay Um, and then I watched um what have I been watching um (laughs) I don't know it seems like a lot I watched fear last night you know that Reese Witherspoon Mark Wahlberg yes where she gets like fingered on a roller coaster it was actually kind of hot like wild horses plays which I don't know if you know (laughs) that song it plays every time in that film when I guess she's supposed to be having an orgasm
1: (laughs) I love that it's very late 90s
0: I was just feeling like, um, yeah, no, I can't watch a, a, a movie that is from the past ten years right now. Like, I just don't enjoy <laughs> <admit> it. <laughs>
1: it has, fear has Mark Wahlberg in it too, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Mark. It's it's Reese Witherspoon and Mark Wahlberg and, I, someone else, but I can't remember her name right now. She's really annoying. She's always like at the Senate. I don't know which actress this is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the reason she,
1: I ask him, I, is because now that I'm in Boston, I see you know Wahlburger everywhere, which is like Mark Wahlberg's like restaurant brand, and I I like laugh every time I see it. Yeah, it's like a little burger joint. I haven't tried it yet. I don't think oh I've
0: <laughs> You should try it once. I mean, what a coincidence. Maybe maybe it's meant to be that I was watching a Wahlberg film. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, no, that movie, that movie is actually terrible and problematic, but it, was, it did hit the spot. It was what I needed last night. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then I went to see, I saw Tenet last, I saw it on Monday, so one week ago. I, so it came out here like a few days before that. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't understand this whole thing of like, Tenet was getting released before the United States, and it was like this big thing, because it seems like it maybe was released before the US like maybe a week. like one week yeah I
1: I am not sure of the exact dates but I know I mean they were having tenant preview screenings um as of last Monday and so they were doing like like two a day mm. out here at least I don't know I mean I'm sure it wasn't in all locations in the United States but they they were doing preview screenings and then I know it opened like Quote unquote wide in the US on Friday, which is when I saw it. But I wanted to ask you, I guess, about your movie experience. What was it like going back to the movies for the first time? When, you know, was it different? Did it feel good?
0: Uh, Well, it was my second time. Um, So just a few days before that, I went to go see Baby Teeth, uh, which is some Australian indie movie. I may have mentioned it on here before because. It's been a couple of weeks since then and that was like that was something i saw like on a like a thursday at like you know like 2 p.m so it was just me and like a couple old ladies and we sat very far apart and uh when you go to the so in the uk you have to do this thing called track and trace and so when you get there like they take your details and i guess i don't know if one of the staff has like if there's like a outbreak or something maybe they'll like text you about it i really don't know nothing i've never i've been tracked and traced a few times but I've never had anyone contact me. But it was so funny because I'm going into the movies, right, to see baby teeth and like there's a lady behind the popcorn counter, you know, I'm getting my popcorn and she's just like, what's your name? And just because I had like been a bit antisocial all week and hadn't been to the movies in a while, I was like, I'm Paisley. And she was like, phone number. And it was just for track and <laughs> And I felt so lonely, like going to the movies by myself.
1: <laughs> that is so funny. I, I, I know. Like by myself. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. uh, and then I, and then Tenet was, at a, it was on a it was monday but it was like a labor day holiday it wasn't actually labor day because that's today but like uk labor day basically and there was a lot of people there but it was a really big cinema like i the other one i'd been to was kind of like an indie house sort of small one floor whereas this one was a really big one probably one of the biggest like theaters i've been in in london and you know you couldn't really sit next to people but it wasn't like what they did was they basically only booked every other row but you could basically be sat on the same row as people so we kind of moved around and it seemed like everyone was like wearing masks and it was it was fine but like there is definitely it's it's chilled out here a lot like people i don't really know what's gonna happen like once cases really start to soar because it it will happen you know but I think all of us are trying to just get on with it and like the government is pushing everyone to get on with it by opening absolutely everything telling everyone to go back to the office so yeah it is what it is and I think it's quite I mean not to play on words but it is kind of infectious to see everyone else enjoying themselves and be like I'm gonna enjoy myself as well I mean, I definitely
1: have felt safer up in Massachusetts, just because, I mean, first of all, the case numbers are way lower than they are in Texas, and so, it, yeah. it, 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 and, you know, I've had, like, people, like, I was on the train, or they call it the T here, I'm sorry, I need to get used to that, I was on the T, mm-hmm. and, the T, and, T, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, the conductor literally came out and yelled at these two guys she's like you need to put your mask on you don't want to get sick do you do you want to get other people sick like yelling at these people and I was like yes girl I hope you have a great day (laughs) and that's so
0: scary though I don't know I'd be so I'd feel so sad (laughs) if I got yelled
1: at and then I know I would be embarrassed to be honest but that's why I always be wearing my mask but and then i was in i was in salem yesterday and a lot of the stores like they had like disposable gloves and one of the stores i saw had a notebook where you wrote down your name phone number and email address for contact tracing but i i didn't write my stuff down so <laughs>
0: yeah no that's that's good. I mean, I'm, I'm about this like new clean life. Can't lie. Oh, 100%. And like, so back to
1: the, the main point, which is I, I went to the movies on Friday. It was my first time back at the movies since, you know, all this had started. Yeah. And, um, you know, I got a seat in the first few rows. So no one would sit near me. I think there were two more people in my row. And I, you know, I sat at the opposite end of them. I wore two masks. I brought wipes and I wiped the seat down myself just in case. Okay, Naomi
0: Campbell, come through. (laughs) Right. And
1: um, yeah, like all the doors were propped open. There was like, no, I didn't touch anything except for my seat. And so it felt relatively, quote unquote, safe for the most part. So that was, that was pleasing. (laughs) That was most pleasing to me.
0: (laughs) Mm. You know, it's disgusting. Like movie theaters are disgusting. Have you ever been in there and like all the lights come on? And you're just like, whoa. (laughs)
1: There's
0: like, there's a really cheap movie theater in this neighborhood where I used to live called Peckham. And it's called Peckhamplex. Like, I don't want to talk too much shit about it because I I love you. I love the prices. But like (laughs) one time all of the lights came on and I was like, ooh, child, like this is nasty i was like what color did these seats used to be i in know
1: like <laughs> i'm literally about to say like if the lights come on the cloth seats aren't actually cloth they're like a melded down waxy texture and you're like what the fuck <laughs>
0: Yes. I remember like when, I guess probably around like 2012 or so, like when all of the theaters in like DFW that I went to started like taking all the shit seats out and putting in like nice leather like recliners. And that's not a, that's not a thing happening here in my oldest fuck city I live in. (laughs) So... (laughs) I, so I'm hoping, you know, I'm only coming to Texas, I'm coming to Texas in a couple of months, and if movie theaters are a thing, I will enjoy a recliner, recliner seat, but I don't really know what else is coming out this year, like, Tenant was the release. Yeah, I know,
1: I mean, Dune is still on schedule, Wonder Woman, um, the new James Bond, you know, I think there, there's the possibility of them still being delayed, from what I can tell, but, As of right now, I mean, like, Tenet is doing pretty well at the box office, you know, for the situation. So, I don't know. I hope they don't delay it. I really want to see Dune. I think Mm. the Dune uh, trailer for the trailer in front of Tenet was better than Tenet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We will get into that. But tell me, who did Christopher Nolan bang to have his film be the only, like, wide release, like,
1: He fucked the world. We're all
0: fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he said this movie would be seen in cinemas or not at all. And right now I'm feeling like not at all it was fine (laughs) yeah like maybe we should have just waited (laughs) okay so like okay so the first scene of the movie right like walk me through because it was actually a really amazing start I was like I mean of course we started out not not knowing what was going on and it continued but like you know it's the first scene so nobody knew what was going on so I was like oh my gosh like this is fucking sick right yeah well I mean I feel like
1: that that's i mean one of christopher nolan's more recent trademarks right is his like these sort of epic first scenes so you have like in the dark night the joker robbing the bank in the dark Knight rises you have bane like hijacking that airplane in midair and then um what else oh, yes. in like uh, inception you have like the dream within a dream shit in the first scene and so this first scene in Tenet was yeah like you said it was it was thrilling it was high octane it was fun i mean john david washington like yes like and yes. then <laughs> they like i don't know it was to me really great and then they started all the time shit
0: what was it that that french actress i don't think i know how to posey i don't know what I mean, her posey, I, right? what i i don't want to say clements and be wrong but yeah. I'll say it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> <in>. <laughs> Yeah, no, the, bit, but even, like, no, I will be honest with you, I barely knew what was going on, even, like, when they're at the train, like, in, and, and he's, you know, he takes the cyanide or whatever he does. Like, I didn't understand why the cyanide didn't kill him. Like, I didn't get that either. Was it oh, at all some say, sort of a test? Say
1: what? what? The guy, the FBI agent or whatever the fuck institution it is, um, told him it was fake so there wasn't actually cyanide in the pill so that's why he didn't die
0: I didn't catch that I didn't catch it because it didn't make sense to me
1: (laughs) (laughs) well one of the biggest complaints that I've been seeing on like social media and a lot of people saying is that the sound mixing and the sound design in certain theaters is really terrible to the point where you can't hear what they're saying and I'm gonna do like a shameless plug because I saw it in dolby cinema hashtag trademark and so the, the sound was a bit better so i i for the most part could hear what they were saying um not that that helped with my understanding of the
0: movie <laughs> but, I don't understand anything and yeah me and nathan both were like i didn't understand what they were saying a lot of the time and i fucking missed that because yeah i thought i did that was obviously a big like plot hole from the jump and i was like okay um, and I was like, is he magic? Like, no, he's not magic, but. <laughs>
1: yeah. So up to a certain point, I understood. And I think it got, when it got to the the scene with Clemens Posey is when I was sort of, I sort of became lost. And I was like, okay, like, obviously you're just using really big words here to convey this threat. Like, she was like, uh, we're going to try to stop World War III. And he was like, nuclear holocaust. And she was like, "Worse." And I was like, <laughs> I mean, okay, but what is it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's worse than a nuclear holocaust? <laughs> <laughs> literally. <laughs> like, I'm trying to, like, figure out something, and I, I'm, I don't have anything.
1: <laughs> and so I've literally had to read, like, you know, like, 50 articles where like the headline is like tenant explained all your questions answered and so like that's like the only reason i have like a grasp of what happened in that movie because apparently in the beginning after he like quote unquote dies or whatever and then they take him to that windmill in the middle of the ocean which like so fucking random but apparently that that windmill (laughs) is like some sort of time machine and he's taken back in time in that instance or like there's some sort of, he's like um, getting his body used to being turned through time. I don't even know. That's But that's what one of the articles said. So I'm going with that. It makes sense. And I, but like, you know, Christopher Nolan probably spent like $50 million just to film in this fucking min- windmill in the middle of the ocean. And I'm like, I wish I had that power to just do that.
0: He has too much power. Uh, I mean, okay, well. So, explain to me what, the, so since you've read all these articles, and I actually tried to read some of these, but I was just like, I don't really know how much homework I'm willing to do for this film. Um, but I was just like, what, what is the threat? What is the thing that's worse than, I mean, the inverted bullets and the time travel, and it, it just, oh, fuck, I don't, I didn't get it at all. I okay, didn't get it.
1: So, let me blow your mind really quick, because... Either we're both stupid and like completely missed this in the movie or Christopher Nolan has like forgotten how to write a script because apparently in the film, (laughs) right? In the film, they explain that in the future there is a group of people waging war on the past and trying to destroy the world because climate change is currently destroying the world in the future. And so Tenet is an organization from the future trying to prevent um this group from destroying the world is what i have sort of gathered and so they are sort of communicating with the past in in a lot of ways and so the character we see played by Aaron Taylor-Johnson um the like commander or whatever of the the military team he's from the future which i had no fucking idea until no. I read the article. And Robert Pattinson's character is also from the future. Okay. And um, and so they're like, and then what's his face? Uh, Russian Kenneth Branagh or whatever, Sator, <laughs> Sator or whatever, is like... What's her name? In, I know, is in contact with the bad guys in the future. And they're giving him gold bars. And that's how he's funding his uh mission to destroy the world I guess because they're trying to find all of these pieces of of the algorithm which is like the most basic fucking name for like a MacGuffin ever and he's trying to find all these nine pieces to put them together and then when you put them together the world ends
0: <laughs> okay. I d- yeah <laughs> interesting. (laughs) Did we we go to the future not not time traveling from the future into the past like did we see the future? The future that's like ravaged by climate change were they in that in that fucking Dust Bowl was that what that was?
1: No that was just Russia.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay yeah I didn't understand why they were there either like I think I might have like blanked a little bit completely. So that
1: that was the town that the villain grew up in in Siberia. <laughs> okay. After it was ravaged by a nuclear accident, and, okay. and, and yeah, and so and that's why they go back there because that's where he's sort of rebuilding the algorithm to sort of end the world. Um, yeah, it, 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 there's just a lot going on, and it was not clear at all.
0: <laughs> I mean, like. I, I'm not one of those people that's like, make everything palatable for every audience, but this was a film that's supposed to be the film of the summer. It's like, it's the only thing out. It wasn't palatable. It didn't make any sense. It was too hard to... It wasn't that fun. Like, I couldn't have fun because I was like, I don't know what's going on.
1: Yeah, I think there was a certain point when I was sitting in the theater and I like I kept telling myself, I was like, I don't know what's happening, really. And I I, I sort of just... Gave up on trying to figure it out, and I was like, "I'm just gonna watch this shit." Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, me too.
1: And um, I mean, like overall, I would say like it, it was like an entertaining ride. Like it was it was it was a good film. It was fast paced. You know, it, I mean, it was shot really well. The action scenes were interesting, but you know, there there is a certain level of um misunderstanding going on that I, I think.
0: And The message is really interesting and really cool like I'd like to bite into that but I feel like I was a bit like oh like I I did um Nathan mentioned after we got out about climate change and how Robert Pattinson said just because something has happened doesn't mean you shouldn't try to change it or whatever and I was like okay I, I kind of got that one point but at the same time like it's it didn't tie together for me I didn't find it cohesive
1: Yeah, and and my thing, after I saw it, I was thinking, I was like, well, I need to see that again. But the problem is, how willing are people going to be to to go to the movies again in the middle of a pandemic? You know what I mean? To understand a movie that they may or may not have liked, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, he's like, Christopher Nolan was saying, or the studios, whomever, the man, (laughs) they were saying the movie has to come out this year. And we're all a bit like, why does it have to come, like, is, I mean, is the election results in it, is the, is the vaccine in it, like, what, what's, why, what do we need, (laughs) what do we need this for, really, and I, I think it's those undertones of, you know, like, the conversation around climate change, but it didn't really do that for me, I don't feel, I don't really necessarily have, I don't feel like, you know, Greta is gonna, Greta's gonna put this on her Instagram, I just don't think so.
1: (laughs) Greta Thunberg's, like, Please go see Tenet. It's really important.
0: <laughs> oh my god, I would love that. I'd go see it.
1: <laughs> I would. I know, right? Um, <laughs> I think like my favorite part though was probably Elizabeth Debicki in the whole thing.
0: Mm, we do I love her. She is good. She was great in Mission Impossible.
1: Well, she—I she, don't think she was in Mission Impossible.
0: She was fully in Mission Impossible, the latest one no she was that not her it was her
1: that was vanessa kirby
0: oh my god <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> i was about to be like she was great in the crown also that's a different girl <laughs> that's vanessa kirby that's, that's kirby too bitch <laughs> okay well just take back that comment i clearly don't know what i'm talking about no she was in she was in widows
1: with viola davis
0: yes she was she's isn't she australian she seems like she is
1: I, you know, I don't really know. It's, like, the same thing, isn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, but it's funny you say that, because I agree. Obviously, she was good. Um, Christopher Nolan, you know, I don't know what he feels about women, but he always has the one, and she always seems to be quite vulnerable and almost dying or dead. Yeah, I was I <laughs> she wasn't dead in this one. <laughs> she really was, though. It se- I mean, it seems like we saw her die and then maybe come back to, I don't know. But, like, okay, so... John David, I felt like there was some sort of thing that we're supposed to clock about John David Washington and her, like they had some sort of undeniable connection, and I was like, "No, literally nothing
1: yeah i <laughs> I didn't really get that either. I was like it it i because I know this is sort of a riff on the espionage genre as well, so it yeah. really tangentially felt to me like the relationship between James Bond and a Bond girl. you know what I mean like it 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 purely served as a way to show the, the heroics of the the male main character you know what i mean by putting um elizabeth debicki's character like in distress constantly you know yeah. and i mean she's in this like abusive relationship with with uh satyr or whatever Mm -hmm. and and all these things and so i don't know i was like hoping beyond hope that it would sort of push against what nolan has done with his female characters in the past and in a way it did because she was really integral to the ending um in a way that i appreciated but ultimately i just felt like again it's sort of using the same female character tropes oh
0: definitely no i totally agree and and I and I just didn't I mean so so with the cast like uh, I just didn't feel like they knew each other or anything like that it felt it felt kind of weird I mean I d- did I enjoy seeing John David Washington Aaron Taylor Johnson and Robert Pattinson all in a film together yes
1: but the funniest thing is is I didn't even realize that was Aaron Taylor Johnson until after I saw the movie I was like oh yeah <laughs> he was in it. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. Was he always Aaron Taylor Johnson or was he Aaron Johnson at some point? Like, do you, I mean,
1: I feel like it goes back and forth. Sometimes he doesn't use the Taylor, but it's, I think it's always been Aaron Taylor Johnson.
0: Yeah. I would sometimes call him Sam Taylor Johnson, his wife. I don't know the difference, but I do <laughs> love that, that personal life on their Wikipedia page. I love that. That's, <laughs> honestly, they have a huge age gap. I mean, <laughs> yeah,
1: huge. Um, <laughs> But I wanted Um, to say, no, you're fine. I I just, I wanted to say, like, I think the only character slash actor that I really felt was enjoying themselves was Robert Pattinson. And I mean, I I am a bit biased because that is my man's. And I will love him forever. Please pray for his recovery while he suffers through coronavirus. Um, (laughs) We need him. But... Oh, oh my God. To me, (laughs) to me it felt like he was the only one that was like just having a good time like he He, was yes okay i'm I'm here i'm getting paid like whatever
0: (laughs) okay if i know robert pattinson and i feel like i do um (laughs) there's no way that he knew what was going on in this film okay (laughs) oh absolutely not Like, uh, there's got to be an interview where he was like, I literally had no idea what was going on. There's got to there be. There is. One- no, there totally is. There really is. Yes, I know him. I do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so funny because I just know he was like, yep, I'm flying around the world on Warner Brothers and Christopher Nolan's dime, and I am <laughs> meeting Denzel Washington's son and just, you know, having a really good time, <laughs> like wearing some cute scarves. Like.
0: Yes. Well, I think we're all ready for this era of like Robert trying mainstream film. I mean, my heart aches a little bit just because I do love all the films that he's in that no one sees.
1: Um,
0: (laughs) But this is kind of this is kind of the jump off for him. And and I liked that he was not John David Washington. Like he was he was a sidekick and that was cool. Yeah. And it's cool that he would, you know, even want to do something like that. Like I, I appreciated that for him.
1: Well, yeah, and he needs, you know, he needs to make the big bucks so he can go back to making, you know, the good times in the lighthouses.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But yeah, I mean, him and his scarf, I enjoyed it. It seemed like he was enjoying it. Um...
1: (laughs) Yeah, I, there were a couple of moments, I don't know, like, I did like the chemistry between him and John David Washington. I, 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 I. I bought them as best friends, but it wasn't until the end that you found out that they had been best friends, you know, for, I guess, a while, because he sort of says like, Oh, you know, like we've had this relationship for years. Like, even though I'm about to go die right now, like we've been friends forever. I just, I don't really, I didn't really get it. I was happy for them though. Um, And, and I did, I did remember in the beginning when they first meet, he orders him a diet Coke at the hotel and he's like oh no i know that's your favorite drink and john david washington's like oh you've done your research but then like reading later on it's because you know they've known like john david washington's future person has been traveling to the past to work with with um robert pattinson's character and and i guess that was supposed to be a huge twist is that uh john david washington aka they literally just call him the protagonist which is lazy to me (laughs) and um but apparently yeah apparently he was orchestrating the whole thing supposedly and that i mean like i i feel like that was supposed to be this like big needle drop twist and i was like it didn't really work for me
0: no 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 is that was was he explaining all of this whenever they were like when they had elizabeth to bicky on like the table and they're going to back to the you know fucking i guess the airport hangar whatever they were in is that was that when that happened when he explained or
1: no so it literally happened when him aaron taylor johnson and robert pattinson are standing after like the end after the final boss or whatever they sort of reveal it then and then when he goes to kill priya the arms dealer before she's about to kill Elizabeth Debicki, he sort of reveals that he founded Tenet as an organization in the future, and that he had sort of orchestrated this whole battle in the the present of the movie. And um, it was like, it was really blink and you miss it. And that was like the biggest thing is like, all of these twists in this movie were blink and you miss it in a way. And um, I kind of want to get into to some of that because, For me, you know, I mean, the action scenes were obviously huge spectacles and Christopher Nolan's great at that. But did the, like, reverse, I guess, inversion or whatever the fuck work for you on a visual level?
0: I mean, well, I think that the only thing that could work for me because I couldn't, I wasn't really following and I couldn't, like, pay attention because I had already missed, like, two or three things. And, you know, so you're backtracking being like, well, hold on. And then I think in my head, I'm kind of making up this plot because I am just connecting the dots after they've already happened. so yeah, I mean, obviously I could get through it because it was beautiful, like the action sequences were great. Um, so and there was part that's that's what I really enjoyed. I enjoyed seeing them, you know, jump off of the building together. I thought that was really cute, John and, and <laughs> Robert <laughs> and all of that. but I mean that was that was that was really the only thing that I got from this movie was, of course. The sequences were really spectacular yeah see they didn't
1: work for me on a visual level for the most part i will really? say yeah i will say like the the car crash um did and the initial fight between um at the freeport in oslo when they're trying to steal the piece of art and it's john yeah. david washington's character fighting himself but he doesn't know it yet that worked for me and yeah. then like I said, the car chase scene, but by the end, when they were in Russia and sort of that final battle where there's the two separate groups, one going forward in time and one going backward in time, it didn't work for me on a visual level. I was like, okay, I felt like somebody was just constantly hitting the rewind button like on their like mm-hmm. iPhone editing app. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, girl, I could do this. Like, I could throw an egg on the ground and then, like, film it and then reverse it and it would. I could call it time inversion, but that doesn't make it, like, a special effect, you know?
0: <laughs> I see what you mean. Yeah, I do see what you mean. <laughs> so I mean, like, I, some
1: of the most interesting moments, I guess, were when, you know, it was going forward and backward at the same time, but, but to me, on a visual level, it, it didn't make sense. And I wonder if that's because of the confusion of the plot kind of contributed to that you know i was so confused about the plot that i really couldn't understand what was going on in the action sequences because i was like how is this how is this even working i don't understand the mechanisms of of this world
0: yeah. No, I mean, whenever Aaron Taylor Johnson and them came through, I was like, I was fucked at that point. I was like, there's no way I'm going to figure out what's going on. I was like, they, they had like, what's his face was on the other side of a wall. And I thought that they were just in the cart race. And I don't know if like, maybe I blacked out between the two. I only had a Pepsi. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> but I was like, Oh, I was just so lost. Yeah. And I, obviously, (laughs) to, like, jump on this call with you, I was like, let me try and understand. But I gave up, bro. I was like, no, (laughs) I hate this movie so much.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, I uh, hate is a strong word for me. I I hate. hate. See, talking about it now is making me want to go see it again. (laughs)
0: Listen, you know, I feel like if you can fully, like, have a conversation about this and really tear it apart break it down like you could write something awesome and you would be a scholar <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean but that's the thing is I think my biggest thing is I think all of these like tricks and plot twists and all of that stuff make the film seem like it has more depth than it does yes, yes. and it's it, 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 like it's not <laughs> it's not as complicated I mean like I think Christopher Nolan was like, I'm going to take the concept of time travel and just make it so confusing that (laughs) nobody will ever get it. Like, you know what I mean? And like, I'm going to make it seem like so weird and out there that it's going to seem like something completely new when it's literally the same thing we've been watching for years.
0: (laughs) Mission accomplished, though. I mean,
1: mean, truly. I... (laughs) I really wish I had been able to stick around and sort of gauge the reactions of the people in the theater with me because obviously the people in the theater with me like were highly anticipating this movie you know if you're gonna show up in the middle of a fucking pandemic and there was like one lone dude who like clapped when the credits started rolling (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was like i laughed because i was like what are you clapping for <laughs> like you know that guy's like stupid and like he thinks he understands it but he like missed it entirely Yeah,
0: he's just like, like he's got the dark knight poster on his wall guaranteed oh, yeah, he
1: considers himself like a christopher nolan like auteur or whatever <laughs>
0: it's very american the uh the clapping in the in the movies like i i kind of miss that you know just for for big releases like i don't know because we used to go to midnight premieres all the time and like if this was a different year and we were together in dfw we definitely would have seen this at like a midnight premiere 100 uh, it, it would have been so fun for us because we both would have been like what the fuck
1: <laughs> <laughs> i was like i just I walked out of that theater so fast, partly because I was like, I don't want anybody walking by me, you know, after it's done. But also, I was like, I need to like, I need to see the sun, like, I need clarity in something. <laughs> and I mean, I was a little high when I was watching it, and I was like, I was like, I was like, is that just me? Like, maybe I'm just stupid. But then I, like, on my walk home, I was like thinking about it, and I was like, no, like this shit was fucked up. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, there's no way that that made sense to any average person.
0: I did check online. I literally typed in Tenet to Twitter just to make sure that I wasn't like completely dumb. Cause there was a part of me that was like, yo, I'm just not that smart. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, oh, we're all stupid. So great. Like, I was so happy to be to see, like, tenant was confusing. Did anyone understand tenant? I just saw tenant. I did not know what was going on. And I was like, yay, like, it's a community of idiots.
1: That is more unifying than realizing everyone is just as stupid as you are.
0: So unifying, you know, I it's the first bit of togetherness I've felt in this whole pandemic. The service serve purpose in that regard, but I don't yeah.
1: know. I mean... <laughs> so would you say it was worth it going to see it in a pandemic
0: no (laughs) i mean it it depends though because it's it's i know i'm being really harsh but like even if the film was a bit more cohesive for me i am not an action movie girl like i like i like a weird action movie though you know like i love like children of men um yeah okay Um, but it's, it's gotta be something, it's gotta be really, like, script heavy for me to like it. I don't like stuff that doesn't have, like, a slick, tight, like, script that makes you think, makes you wonder. Like, that's, that's what I'm about. So, like, as much as I do, I, I, you know, I enjoyed looking at the sequences and the action, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't care about that stuff, really. Like, it's not gonna be a good movie for me unless I feel like I, I kind of leave with something um or it inspires me in some way and this just didn't do anything for me like emotionally
1: yeah i i i i'm like on the fence i don't know if i would say it was like completely worth it i mean i'm glad i went and saw it you know in, in a theater setting you know it it would have been different like watching it like in bed you know what i mean i probably would have fallen asleep if i'm being completely honest <laughs> but
0: yeah. um same yeah I wouldn't just, have I don't think I would have carried on I would have at least paused it and like tried to come back to it or I'd be on my like pausing it looking up something on my phone to try and catch it up <laughs> like exactly. it
1: wasn't, yeah
0: I wouldn't have worked at home
1: yeah and i I don't know i just i there's this desire to see it again to understand or to at least go in knowing what I know now and seeing if I get it mm-hmm. because I mean there there are probably some intricately laid sort of plot mechanisms, you know, as far as like, you know, the little thing where Robert Pattinson's character mentions that Diet Coke is, you know, the protagonist's favorite drink. And I, I want to keep an eye out for that and sort of see maybe if it does make sense. But that's the thing is this, this is, like I said earlier, this movie requires repeat viewing. And I mean, we're not in an environment where you can do that anymore. You know, you're going to have to wait a couple months before you can buy it on Amazon for, like, $45 or whatever. (laughs) And, like...
0: I will not be doing that.
1: I think I will. (laughs) I I suck.
0: (laughs) It may be... It might be on Stacey's card, but okay.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's cheap. I mean, also, it might might just go on HBO Max, which I'm hoping, you know, that'll happen. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I... I appreciated what Christopher Nolan was trying to do, but, like, I literally, so many people were saying this is, like, Nolan's most Nolan-y film yet, and I'm like, that's, like, the most reductive but most accurate statement about this movie I think I've seen.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, so, what do you think going to the movies is going to be like for the next, I don't know, year or two? I, I don't know what people, I mean... I mean, movies are open now. I mean, so are they only showing Tenet at cinemas there? Like, what's going on in theaters in the States?
1: Um, I know New Mutants is also showing.
0: Yeah, no one's, it's bad.
1: Um, yeah, I, I thought about it, and then I got <laughs> a lot of reviews, and I was like, I'm good. I'll just wait until it's gonna be on Amazon in, like, three weeks. Uh, it does look
0: really spooky and interesting, but, the other yeah, reviews are shit. <laughs>
1: yeah, and then, um, I don't know. There's that, like, Russell Crowe, road rage movie unhinged which i don't know why unhinged. anybody would risk their lives to go see a russell Crowe movie let alone a russell Crowe movie about road rage just go read the articles about him throwing the phone at that woman's <laughs> head and you'll be fine um yep. but i mean i know that theaters aren't open everywhere here i mean new york and la theaters are not open which is it's great that's crazy to me because that's the biggest market for movies in in the country interesting yeah Yeah. and then i mean i think we're gonna see like socially distanced theaters for a while i mean at my theater they weren't even selling concessions like that was all completely closed down wow yeah and i i think that's more of a a local ordinance rather than a company-wide amc thing i think
0: true yeah
1: um, Interesting. I don't know. I think I'm hoping that we get more movies coming out. I really, because I really want to see Dune
0: <laughs> really bad. Please. This Spare is yeah. come of Dune. <laughs> Dune and, has to be good for you, or else I don't know if you'll be able to carry on.
1: I'll like, I think I'll be so fucking devastated if Dune is bad. Like, if Dune is bad, I'll just. I'm already scared because, like, they're splitting the first book into two movies, which. Oh. Which is fine, because it is a really, really dense book. Um, So I'm okay with that. But I'm also like, I just wanted to see it all. You know, like, what if you don't get to make the second movie? I'm going to be fucking pissed off.
0: Oh, they will. No, like, Hollywood is back to work. They can test those people every day. Like, that, I, I, like, whenever, Robert Pattinson um, shutting down Batman was kind of a surprise obviously um that was pretend- crazy but i didn't realize that they were, i mean they put out the trailer i didn't realize they hadn't finished it yet but now that i think about it it kind of makes sense like it does seem like they're not done
1: <laughs> yeah i think matt reeves the director said they only shot like a fourth or a third of it which i was yeah. like damn well y'all got a lot of footage for mm-hmm. for the trailer though i mean yeah. good trailer i'm excited i mean zoe Kravitz is Catwoman. i'm already there
0: Oh my God! It's it literally is. I think someone said on Twitter that it's like a bisexual's dream, and I don't really understand that because I think both of those people are straight. But yes, <laughs> I see what you mean. Women and men both are about Zoe and, and Robert. They're really good.
1: <laughs> I'm just. Uh, um, I hope he. I hope he recovers, my man. Oh uh,
0: yeah, he will be my prayers tonight. I think I think in London I, it seems like the energy is just completely different. I don't really know how long this is going to stand or if it's sustainable or not, but like theaters have been open for a while, like over a month and like they they're playing some indie films that, you know, you could probably find them on Amazon Prime or something and they're doing sort of older movies and, you know, stuff like that and like not charging full tickets cuz like I mean, who's going to pay full price to go see Top Gun? Like I'm not. <laughs> insane person. Yeah, but I mean, so I in in like everything is socially distanced quote unquote and like I guess concessions are back open and like there was a big push to get people to buy out. So like when I went to the theaters I got like a drink, a popcorn, and, and some candy for like five pounds. So it was really cheap because um, everything was 50% off um, up to wow. 10 pounds or something. Yeah, so it was a really, really nice experience. It was the last day of that deal. So for the whole month of August, we could get 10 pounds off of all our food that we eat out up to um, up to 10 pounds. So, and so, yeah, during that time, like me and friends did, did go out to eat a bit. And so, I do feel kind of weird because I just know that it's not the same for everyone like not everyone's government is pushing them to do this stuff, pushing them to have fun <laughs> yeah. and it's it's a very weird experience because um you know there's even been times where i'm like i don't i I don't even know if I can tell someone that I'm going out in public like it's very weird, but I think that I think that theaters have to survive like everything going to streaming i just i just don't want it but i don't want to be a purist about things because obviously i love streaming but seeing a movie like this at home just wouldn't have worked for me at all and so you know i definitely want to support support the cinemas keep them open and and go if, if as long as it's safe
1: yeah i i i'm on the like i'm on the fence about the sort of streaming thing because i really do like the idea of everything just being available in my house (laughs) um but also like you said like there is this experience of like going to the movies that you know people like me and you just like love and you know you can't get rid of that but um i think like we will going forward sort of see this this change especially if if you know social distancing and things like that continues like These big budget movies, obviously, will go to the theaters first. And then, you know, smaller movies like rom-coms, dramas, etc. will probably either go to movies and have, like, a smaller day and date window where, like, they'll be in movies for, like, three weeks and then go to Amazon. Or they'll just go straight to, you know, streaming. And... In a way, I don't mind, because, you know, it's I I don't need to go see, like, August Osage County, like, in the theaters. No, hold
0: on. We did see that in the theaters, though. I know. It was, <laughs> it was
1: worth it, but I'm just saying.
0: The performances in that movie, Julia Roberts yelling at Meryl Streep on the ground. Oh, my God.
1: So good. But, it's actually good. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I, I don't need to pay... To go see that, I wouldn't mind not going straight to streaming. But something like Tenet or something like Dune or Wonder Woman, you know what I mean? Like, I want to see that on on the big screen. Just
0: imagine, like, Star Wars or whatever it is people watch, like, premiering on Netflix. I mean, it just sounds so sad. It's horrible. Yeah, I mean, like, they already do that
1: sort of with, like, The Mandalorian. I mean, and that's the thing, that's what's really interesting that happened this week is the same day that Tenet came out in theaters, Disney put Mulan on. Disney Plus for thirty dollars. <laughs> nope. Which, yeah, absolutely not. A no for me. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's gonna be free. Like I think in December they said, and I was like, I will wait till December, honey. Like it's fine.
0: Thirty dollars. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying to do that either. I already paid. I paid like twenty dollars for King of Staten Island when we did an episode on it, and I'm still yeah. salty about it. I'm still mad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. I paid twenty dollars for. For a few. I paid twenty dollars for Birds of Prey. I paid twenty dollars for um for Emma, which I fell asleep during. I was so pissed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, that's too much money. It's, It's a lot of money.
1: Yeah. But I mean, I think that's like a format we're gonna go we're gonna see a lot of going forward, especially for movies like, you know, I don't know if you saw the trailer for this, but um like there was the Heartbreaks gallery trailer in front of tenant yeah, uh, we
0: didn't even have that all we had basically were coronavirus adverts it was actually insane it was just like coca-cola being like isn't it nice to see your friends again like it was so crazy, crazy. And like, animal, there was like an animal shelter advert that was like for us lockdown is forever and it's just like oh my god <laughs> Like there, were, there was like there may have been one or two trailers but it was like six coronavirus adverts off of these companies and just like the marketing around like stay safe come to our restaurant and all of this and i was like oh my god that's all it was interesting see there was no
1: there was one from amc itself that was like You know, wear a mask, blah blah blah, all that stuff. There's nothing else though, and there was a lot of trailers. Like I said, there was the trailer for the Dune trailer. Um, Need to
0: go to London. You would be, I think, you'd be shook.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, I was at the train station yesterday, and you know, over the speakers, it was like um, talking about like curbing the spread of the infection, and I was like, what the fuck is this? The Hunger Games? Like, please get me out of here. This is so scary. It's so dystopian. (laughs)
0: No, it is, yes, and it's like, well, at the start of the pandemic, there was, like, posters that were, like, um, stay at home or people will die, and I was, like, little, like, six-year-olds or four-year-olds who just learned to read are just gonna be, like, what the fuck? (laughs) 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 How dramatic this
1: whole situation is for, like, young kids, like, they're probably, like, what the fuck?
0: (laughs) Whatever, this is the longest spring break ever. I think they're loving it, although if I think about myself, like, when I was in high school, if I suddenly had to stop going to high school, I don't know. I would have, we would have gotten in so much trouble.
1: Yeah, we would have been just doing stupid shit around Mansfield.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we would have probably burned the house down. Like, it would have been something like that.
1: (laughs) I, I was actually literally thinking about that the other day. I was like, you know, like, if I was 18 in this situation, would I have so strictly followed you know, the guidelines or whatever. I would like to think that I would have, but I know for a fact that my dumb ass would have been out there doing stupid shit with my friends.
0: I don't know. I mean, we were pretty, we just like to sort of stay at home and like watch like TV shows and movies and stuff and like hang out with like our four friends. So I think we would have been okay, but we would have had to see our like four friends and probably like make some bad decisions within our friendship group.
1: (laughs) I I sure as hell wouldn't be hanging out with my family for six months
0: oh when no I, yeah
1: but I was 18 we
0: driven, yeah we might be driven a little bit insane at 18 though it, it's hard because yeah people are like young people are fucking everything up but it's like uh have a little bit more empathy Like I know um, and this I, is a I, big I, I, part of their life <laughs>
1: yeah and like now that I'm um you know 25 I'm like spending the last six months with my mom it's been like some of the most fun six months of my life so
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that Oh, that's good. <laughs> well, I think that's our show today.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was, you know, I didn't expect us to be talking about tenant for too long.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. No. My, I, I was just gonna come in here and be like, I'm confused. I hated it. Next.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I still don't understand. I think I'm gonna go read more tenant explained articles.
0: <laughs> you enjoy yourself.
1: <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> oh. All right, everybody. Well, I'm Graham. I'm Paisley. And this is Little Film Club.
0: Thanks for listening. Bye.